we have the U.S. death toll hits 58 as the first patient passes away in Oregon and New York City. I live in New York, New York City mayor. We're the second largest city in the country uh, behind Los Angeles. I think they shut Los Angeles down. I don't know what the hell goes on over there. That's the... But New York City mayor... He's weighing a citywide lockdown as case numbers explode. Now, I haven't even checked to see how many cases that we have, uh, but it was last updated about an hour ago. I'll take a look at that in a second. Midtown Manhattan Bank runs out of $100 bills amid corona panic. There has been nonstop stream of cu customers stockpiling cash, and they'll continue to do so because they know if the banks lose liquidity, there's a credit freeze. You ain't getting your dollars out of the bank. They're hoarding that shit. And they'll limit you to how much you could take out. With the stock market plummeting as the realities of COVID-19 outbreaks sink in, nervous New Yorkers flooded a midtown Manhattan Bank of America, taking out large sums of cash, cash into the tens of thousands of dollars at a time. I mean, that's New Yorkers for you because New Yorkers are pretty, pretty fucking wealthy, especially if they're living in New York City. So they have that tens of thousands of dollars of cash sitting in the bank. And they have their 1.2 million 401k. I mean, 401k, excuse me. People over here have a lot of money. I'm not going to say I have a lot of money, personally. Relative to the rest of the country or some rural areas, it's all relative, right? Relative to somebody living in some mountain in Peru relative to somebody living in Iran or Iraq or Pakistan, relative to them, I have money. But relative to these motherfuckers in New York City who are pulling out tens of thousands of dollars in cash, I'm a poor ass. I'm a poor ass motherfucker. And relative to the skyrocketing cost of living, um, coupled with the non-increase of living wage, I mean, they say that the wages are increasing. All of this stuff is fluff. We're going to see the real deal now because we're not going to be allowed to work all except for the healthcare workers, right? Most of us are going to have to be on lockdown. Now in my neighborhood, yesterday was a little bit tricky. Everybody was out in panic, but it was interesting because as I go to work, I do uh, side work on weekends, I'm heading north and it was a Saturday night, granted about 7.30 p.m. And the local steakhouse was jam-packed. Like, the parking lot was full. <laughs> so I guess all of those people wanted to get their last meal in, their last steak meal in before the lockdown. I don't know, but they didn't give two shits about, uh, you know, public social distancing. They didn't seem to give a fuck because they were all jammed into that restaurant. So I've heard that. They're limiting groups. Again, I don't keep up with all this shit. I do my own thing. Um, I work off hours. I work off shifts. I wake up at 3 a.m. I don't know what the rest of the world is doing. By the time I get home and hunker down, I don't want to deal with the rest of them. Most people, they're on their way to work when I'm on my way home. It's all good. It's all good. Um, i just rather avoid the crowds for that purpose. But they were a little hysterical yesterday. They were a little hysterical. They've been hysterical the past few weeks. But yesterday, you could feel the tension in the air. And today, I saw... And I every day, I'll go to the supermarket or whatever. I just scope the place. I scout. I see what's left. And I think about the last-minute things that I need before everybody starts taking shit off the shelves. You know, like extra things like toothbrush, floss. I'm like, oh, shit. 
Well, what if I am locked out? I don't want to run out of thoughts. <laughs> but people just tense, tense. And I did see more walking around with masks and gloves. And it was interesting to say the least. Interesting. But just, just stay away from me, people. This whole concept of social distancing is actually like kind of exciting. Because I just don't like being around people to begin with. <laughs> so now everybody has to stay the fuck away from me. And that, that was a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> all right. So Dow, S&P, NASDAQ futures all up at least 9%. And again, I'm not going to bellyache about the fact that silver is down to 1450. I'm just not. I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll buy some silver coins. I'll see what's going on. I'll see. A lot of the American currency is hard to find now. I can get I can get foreign currency easy, uh, bullion, but uh, not so much American. I guess people pe- people are figuring it out. All right, so a branch of Fifty Second Street and Park Avenue ran out of a hundred dollar bills, according to the New York Times, citing three people familiar with the branch's operation. Of note, the problem was limited to large bills with smaller denominations remaining stocked. Two days later, the bank was resupplied. Okay. But two days later, they got their fresh printout. <laughs> Freshly printed money. Worth nothing. Worth nothing. We'll say in a month. We'll say in a week. Sooner or later, the shit is going to pop. <clears throat> the shortage hit after a rash of requests for as much as $50,000, said two people who witnessed the rush. Yeah, I mean, but now these people are sitting on $50,000 cash. You know, like... I should be at these banks <laughs> watching these people taking out all their cash. It's just, you know, you follow them home. See if they need help carrying anything. The problem was limited to large bills. The bank's ATM stayed stocked and customers with routine transma- t- transactions were still able to take out cash. By Friday morning, the bank had refilled its supply of big bills, two people had said. But the desire for cash persisted. A teller at J.P. Morgan J's branch across the street said on Friday that there had been a nonstop stream of customers stockpiling cash over the past two days. So now we hear it happening in the news. So you heard it from me here first, but now that the New York Times is saying it, it's real. And that's okay. But if you continue to listen, it might be two steps ahead. Two weeks ahead. Who knows? But I send out a warning to people because the thing is... Nobody pays attention. Nobody pays attention. Nobody seems to care until it happens to them. And the warning signs, there are serious warning signs. And I hope that people have time to be prepared. I hope that, did I say that I hope they do lock us down? Maybe we do need a cooling off period. I don't know. What I don't hope is that the medical centers will be overrun. What I don't hope is that people will die en masse and there will be bodies everywhere. Because that will be my worst nightmare come true. And I don't want to have to predict the future in those terms. It's really very burdensome. I'd rather predict the future in terms of, you know, good stuff. But unfortunately, I have a knack for the bad. Who knows? Some of us are cursed. Either way, if we do have a little quarantine time, it might not be so bad. Italy seems to be taking it well. Spain, I don't They just started, right? But their countries are much smaller than ours. We have 350 million. Uh, Spain is in, what? Less than 50 million for the whole country. And, uh, I don't know, the culture's a little different over there than it is over here. I think that is really why New York City has not shut down the school districts. Because they're just afraid. 
They're afraid because too many of these kids, and there are a lot of teenagers, there are a lot of young people out there. They're not scared of this virus, and maybe they don't have to be. Supposedly the virus is easier on adolescents and younger people than it is on people in their 30s or 40s or 50s and, and above. Maybe it's engineered that way. Who knows? But these kids, they don't give two shits. Especially city kids. You have your city kids who are the brainards. They go out there and they're brilliant and they create and they're artists and they're scientists. And then you have, like what I have in my hood, a little bit of ghetto fabulousness. And they just don't give a fuck. Now, let me tell you something. I don't like these kids because they weren't taught the right way by their parents. And these are the type of kids who disrespect their parents. These are the type of kids who think they who the fuck they are at 14 years old. And really, what they need is just to be slapped. But this day and age, this culture, parents are more wanting to be friends with their children than wanting to be mentors. Um, it's it's just a wreck. Well, actually, no, those are the kids in their 20s, and now they're having kids, and those kids are like free range. They don't give two fucks, right? They go around neighborhoods looking for trouble. And I've caught a couple of them on more than one occasion. And I'm having words with these kids. And I'm like, listen, man. Like, you're not tough. You're not fucking tough. You're a kid who's off his leash. And you're running your mouth. And they think that they're hard. And, um, you know, there's a special place in hell for parents who raise children like that. Who let these kids walk around like that. And then you have a city or statewide wide quarantine or they're not supposed to be going to school, what do you think they're going to be up to? All sorts of mischief. They're going to be out there rolling the streets and these kids don't care. It was in Brooklyn. You had a bunch of 13, 14, 15, 16-year-olds beat the shit out of some 12 or 13-year-old girl, like a dude of a gang of like seven boys. Just beat the shit out of some kid. 13-year-old girl. They all took their turns and they all had their phones rolling, their cameras going. And this is what our society has become. The old people getting killed and raped on the streets. I mean, this is some bullshit. And so if it comes down to this, where this lockdown, you have this tension and we have weeks and weeks of this shit. And I really hope not, because that means I'm really going to have to hurt somebody. And I don't want to have to hurt anybody. But if I do... I might fucking enjoy it.
put it this way. This may be something where it just becomes a matter of survival, or we may just return to our normal lives. I'm not really sure. When you have the element of illness, that's scary in itself. But then you have the element of rioting and looting. But maybe people will be so scared that they won't want to go out. But I think the young ones will. They wouldn't care. They're not going to be that scared. And so those are the ones you have to be careful for. Those are the ones who have been raised by the culture of movies and television that idolize violence. And it's just a video game. When you think about a society and the shift of society and the way they think, these are the types of times where this stuff really starts to play itself out. What is the mindset of, of a society, of a group of people, as, other than what they've been taught? And you have groups and generations of people who know how to come together during tough times. Most of them are gone. Most of them are gone. We have a lot of generations that it's all about them and me first. Most people, when the shit really hits the fan, they're going to fucking melt down so bad. They're going to have a little pity party. Listen, none of us escape. We all have our turn to suffer. Some of us have been suffering for a long time. Join the fucking party. We won't shed tears for you. But at the same time, don't make the rest of our lives more difficult. So, I'm not really sure what's going to happen out here. But, like I said, in New York City, it's pretty interesting. New York City mayor weighs citywide lockdown as case numbers explode. Despite complaints about strict testing requirements and a general sense of hysteria, leaving thousands self-quarantined out of fear of spreading or catching the virus, the number of confirmed cases in New York City has skyrocketed from fewer than 30 earlier in the week to 269 as of Sunday. 269 is that is not that much in a city that's about 8 million size large. So there are people out there who are claiming, please forgive me, please forgive me, I'm a little tired today. There are people out there who are claiming that this is a hoax, right? This whole coronavirus thing is really just to scare the shit out of people, to institute a nationwide lockdown and martial law. They could be absolutely right. Or it could be both. It could be a virus, a bioweapon unleashed that's going to, who the fuck knows? We'll see, right? Um, or it could just be an excuse to, again, take your money, steal your money, crash the stock market. A one-world government, we don't, we don't really know because there's so many theories out there. And I'm not going to call them conspiracy theories because there's some validity to what's being said. And some of it's, some, some of it's like biblical prophecy, if people want to believe in that. Right, uh, they're the mark of the beast. Nobody can buy or sell without the mark of the beast. What is the mark of the beast going to be? Could it be a chip? Right? Could they outlaw ban cash? They're, they're working on that in China, right? They're bitching about the fact that cash has been dirty forever, but they're bitching about the fact that oh, we could carry COVID now. Ugh, really? As though every other surface and every other public space that we enter and exit would not. But yeah, but we're gonna ban cash because it's dirty. As dirty as what? Strippers can have cash stuffed down their holes. And they're fine. They could survive. The rest of us will survive, right? I would think. I would think. But it seems like there is absolutely an agenda here. And it's multifaceted. It's multifaceted in, in the sense that 
if people are so scared, again, what do scared people do in societies? They run to their masters to save them. They run to their government to protect them. And the government is the hero of the day when they really are the perpetrators, oftentimes. But they'll be the perpetrators just so they could turn around, put on the cape, turn back around and be the hero. We're here for you, right? Our president, he tested negative, all is well, unless they test him again. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. But his comfort is all about putting money into the system, keeping the money flowing. The faucet is going to run out. They're going to turn that faucet, right? They're going to turn that shit on real high. Get all the hot water left until there's nothing. There's nothing left in the tank. And, um, yeah, it could be a month. It could be a few months. I don't think, I don't think we're going back to normal life. Um, it would be nice if we could. But 269, as of Sunday morning in New York City, it's really a drop in the bucket. That's really a drop in the bucket. Uh, over the past week, Mayor Bill de Blasio and Governor Andrew Cuomo have insisted they will do everything possible to keep New York City's subway and its schools, which hundreds of thousands of children depend on for shelter and food, open. Yeah, see, they, again, they do not want to shut down New York City because it's the economic capital, right? One of the biggest money-exchanging, changing places. A lot of commerce flows through New York City. Shutting it down. It's just going to tank our economy. I don't know what's going on in Italy in terms of their stock market. I don't know what's going on in Spain in terms of their stock market. I know Europeans, they got hit. But their futures are up. Um, Their futures are up. So they look like they're going to have a good day tomorrow. I'm not going to say a good week because a lot of indices had a good Friday. Again, they're pumping, you know, the Federal Reserve is pumping money into the system. uh, Just breathing its last breaths of air of life into this market uh, before it just crashes. Um, the Europeans, I don't know what's going on in there. I, I, you know, They're shutting shit down. I don't know if the government's handing out checks to them. That's also part of the plan. Now they're going to cover sick leave and they're going to cover all these things where people can't work. But how long is that going to last for? And at the same time, if we don't have our products in stock, all right, so we could pay our landlords and we could t- pay our utility bills, but what about the food and I don't know, all sorts of stuff. It, it just doesn't make much sense. It'd be very interesting to see how the next couple of weeks play out. So Sunday, the mayor came under increasing fire from public health ha- activists, warning that he might be putting immunocompromised and other at-risk d- individuals in danger. By denying that students who catch the virus at school could spread to their parents asymptomatically. Research research suggests the virus can spread before. Yes, it does. Every option is on the table in a crisis, de Blasio said during an appearance on CNN Sunday morning. They can't just be like, you have no school. They, they, They have to put things in place. So they may just be stalling the inevitable. Um... While they say, oh, we're, we're, we're carefully evaluating the situation. 269 people as of Sunday morning, uh, that's not enough. To shut down a whole city of, of 7 to 8 million people? No fucking way. It's definitely not enough. 
I don't think so. And you know, I'm all big on this coronavirus being a bioweapon and fucking possibly wiping a lot of people out, but I don't know. I don't think 269 is enough. I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. I don't know everything. If I did it, I'd be a fucking millionaire. Every option is on the table in a crisis, de Blasio said during an appearance on CNN Sunday morning. We've never seen anything like this. I certainly fucking haven't. Meanwhile, some local officials are taking matters into their own hands, with the acting Queensboro President Sharon Lee urging all families in the borough to keep their kids home from school next week after a student at school in Woodhaven tested positive. Ooh, well, yeah, I mean, a kid did test positive there, so that would make sense. Uh, during an interview on CNN, de Blasio said that contingency, contingency plans are being set up, but as one reporter pointed out, it doesn't sound like the city has a contingency plan in place to handle the backlash from closing yeah, exactly from closing the city schools, which is an incredibly rare occurrence. Man, it would be like a blizzard, and New York City schools would still be open, but they don't close. They really, really don't close, um, and and it's understandable. They're keep they're keeping a lot of kids off the streets, and they they are they are feeding a lot of kids, and it's just. The city is such a shit show. It's it's just such a tale of the rich versus the poor. The Upper West Side, Upper East Side, and this side and that side, and this Spanish Harlem, and this Harlem. And the same thing happens in, I'm sure, a lot of counties and cities, but n- no more so in New York, it seems, where we have segregation by zip codes and... Um, you have some areas like where I live, there's some areas that are like the crossroads. I'm like the crossroads of the hood. North of me is a really wealthy area. Northeast of me is kind of hood. Northwest of me is hood. South of me is a kind of okay middle class area. Further south is very wealthy. West of me is wealthy south, but hood north. It's just crazy. And literally, and, they, and they've done studies where I live, where they've actually done, you know, this is the real estate agents who have done this. You know, they steer. It's called steering. And if you're observant, you kind of notice, you just notice, like, yeah, how come um, everybody south of the street is white? And how come everybody north of the street is Hispanic or black? Uh, It's fairly obvious after a while. And um, yeah, this is this is what real estate brokers and these useless fucking people do. And they make sure that they keep certain ethnicities protected from other ethnicities because they don't, you know, I I live in an inherently, uh, historically racist area. Um, but it's become more integrated over time, but at its core, there are a lot of racist motherfuckers out here and I am mixed, but at the same time, I don't give two shits, you know, uh, where I come from, the people who I, you know, identify with my ethnicity, look at me like I'm fucking freaking nature. Um, at the same time, I really don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. I don't use culture as a, some people, you know, it's, the culture is a thing. There's a source of pride, blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Then I was just born into this world and it's not even about culture. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a different world for me. But, um, so yeah, they're working on a contingency. They don't have a contingency plan yet. Um, because it, it, it's just not something that you just come out of nowhere with, right? Uh, even one and two day closures due to weather in New York City, extremely rare. Extremely rare. 
As more professionals and white-collar workers hunkered down in their apartments, lucky you, Goldman Sachs just announced that an employee at its London office had tested positive. After declaring that it would no longer accept... Oh, shit. I'm burning my fucking waffles. God damn it. After declaring it would no longer accept cruise ships stopping at the island early in the week, Puerto Rico's governor on Sunday declared a daily curfew of 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. due to coronavirus, promoting, prompting gyms, cinemas, and non-essential stores to close at that time. Yeah, I mean, businesses are going to get hit. Businesses are going to get hit. You motherfucker. You burned-ass waffle motherfucker. God damn it. So, let's take a look at some other articles. <laughs> Aramco. Cuts CapEx by $10 billion as profits plunge. Who the fuck knows? Uh, no state is prepared. Mapping where hospitals will run out of beds if the virus cases spike. Um, French doctors report 50% of ICU patients under 60 years old. Netherlands, under 50. So it's not just an old person illness. It's not just an old person illness. Uh, the world's richest have lost almost one trillion in COVID nineteen wealth wipeout. Yeah, cry me a river, cry me a fucking river. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, and the best part is COVID nineteen pandemic to crash sex worker income. I I just got into this with somebody, not even in a bad way, but you know, oh, this dude had the nerve to say, you know. Let's let's give some support to the local strippers who aren't going to be making any money. Really, man? Really? And and this is the, the, the irony of this this society that we live in. These girls, these little hookers that shake their asses on poles, they're pretty fucking useless. And they contribute to the denigration of society. Uh, they contribute to the idea that women or men are nothing more to be treated than, than objects. It's very base animal mentality. If a dude wants to go see a stripper, more power to him. I'm not into dudes who like strippers. I just think that there is something wrong with that. Um, and there's definitely something wrong with a society that glorifies women for shaking their tits and their ass as opposed to women who fucking sacrifice so much. And you could say maybe teachers or doctors or this or this or that, or nurses healthcare workers man i fucking wish i got a tip for every time i got covered in blood i fucking wish i got a tip for every time a patient or a staff member assaulted me i wish i got tips every time i had to prepare a body and bring it to the morgue but yet dealing with those things day in and day out i live in a society that values more highly a dirty cheap slut that i just don't belong here in the states you know i just don't i don't to think that i could be making so much money when i sacrificed just make sure people were alive and keeping them alive and but i could have made so much money swinging off a pole it's disgusting to me it really really is it's fucking pathetic but either way People have a choice to what they want to do with their lives, how they want to spend their money, da 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 but you are not going to get me to shed a tear or lend some support to a dirty trick cooker, crackhead motherfucking hoe, because she's worth nothing to me or the society, but hey man, if you want to 
get your rocks off. Or a woman who's shaking it just for that dollar that you stuff in her butthole. More power to you, dude. Well, I feel sorry. I sorry. I feel sorry for you both. I feel sorry for you both. All right, so that's the message for today. I'm in a bit of a mood the past couple of days because people have been pissing me off. Stay the fuck home, people. Stay out of the stores. Stay out of my way. How about that? <laughs> oh, man, the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty beautiful, but um, take a look at gold and silver. Take a look at gold and silver, man. Soon. Soon will be the time to just start buying. I got to sit and wait and see for this shit to go back up. But either way, either way, play it safe.